0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Sam Claiborne.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody?
0: Too. Justin Davis. Scoop. And Mark Medina joins us for his first appearance the, the whole year. Yep. I'm here,
2: Damon. It's only the 18th. It's not that bad.
0: No, it's not that bad. Uh,
2: year of the Medina, we'll call it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh... We're just uh, we just come out of a, a very, I think a very well-done Xbox developer direct. Lots to talk about there. Hellblade 2, Avowed, Visions of Mana. But first, let's talk about how awesome Indiana Jones looks.
1: Oh Yo. shit. It looks, it looks so awesome. good. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. It, it looks so good. Machine games, the answer, we we all we had so many questions about this. Now we know. It is first person, uh, although you know they'll pull the camera back for some third-person scenes every now and then. They're using a, uh, they're using Harrison Ford's likeness with a sound-alike. That's Troy Baker, of all people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So weird. And it's gonna, it's coming later this year.
1: I, I was surprised that like some people on staff before the Troy Baker thing broke, which is just minutes after the show, mm-hmm. were like, that sounded like Troy Baker doing an impression of Harrison <laughs> Ford. I was like, no, it didn't. It sounded <laughs> exactly like Harrison Ford. And then it was exactly what the... <laughs> but not predicted. Which mm-hmm. I was like, you guys have good ears. That's amazing. I mean, I wonder
3: if, that, if that's all Troy and his talents, you know, being a sound alike, or if there is some, like, you know, AI or software at play where, like, the developer is turning up their Harrison Ford dial on, like, the voice exactly. after yeah. it's been recorded. I mean,
0: that's what they did with Darth Vader and Obi-Wan.
3: Right. It's not, right. not yeah, 100% I, it
0: James Earl Jones doing that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting, <laughs> see, interesting to see. But if, it, if, it, if it's 100% Troy Baker, I think that's really impressive.
1: The Harrison I mean, Ford likeness is pretty shocking. <laughs> I was oh, like,
0: yeah. Oh.
2: He,
3: he looks well, this just makes like it him. feel right.
2: Yeah,
1: it's really cool. I so, think
0: that the
3: game looks I think the game looks great. I'm yeah. not like the facial animations in that demo looked either unfinished or like so, yeah, sometimes they were really good and sometimes they were like pretty iffy. So, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I hope that that it was kind of like
1: out. that bent arm GTA thing where you're like, they're kind of like, you know,
2: yeah, little like
1: where they were. Did they really motion
2: capture this properly? I, I will say, Machine Games has a style to them. They're not yeah. going for ultra-realistic. Yeah. They go for that, like, kind of over-exaggerated, almost cartoony look, but lifelike. I, it looks it looks like a Wolfenstein game to me. I mean, it looks, the faces look like Ellie Noir. let's
3: be real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think that the game looks great, so I'm going to stop talking smack now. But, like, <laughs> that, that, that part of it, you know, didn't wow me personally. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, don't say it too loud, because then they'll take another year to polish that. And I don't care that much. I just want to play it this fall.
0: Yeah, I want to play it this year. It looks yeah. so good. Or this first, year, what
1: is that what they said
0: First-person adventure game with lots of, you know, archaeological exploration and puzzle-solving. I can't wait. It, like, like, they just, yeah. Yeah, it, like it, it could be the best Indiana Jones thing since Last Crusade.
1: Can you believe they did... Uh, that's very rude. Uh, <laughs> that They did a... Um, uh, they, they, like, there's a whole series Uncharted and there's a whole series Tomb Raider that did third person action adventure exploration games, and and they based themselves in Indiana Jones. And Nia Jones comes out with the you know the game is like not really based on those at all, and not really based on anything. Although I hear it's kind of like the Chronicles of Reddit game that they worked on many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, but I've never played those games. But uh, um, that's what they're talking about on Locks today. Uh, but I, uh, but the first person kind of just like, you know, a, it looks like a lot of it's stealthy, which is like works really well in first person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of it's, you know, obviously puzzles and climbing and stuff like that. Like it all looked like it congealed well, though. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't have conceived of this being what they were doing, but it was the right choice. It looks like just from what they've shown. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, when you I, when I, you think of Indiana Jones, you immediately think of Uncharted. And so like I I, I was like. of me was like, it could be third person, but it would just be so weird, like machine games. And so the moment they started, they were like, this is, uh, you're not playing as Indiana Jones. You are Indiana Jones. I was like, oh, (laughs) that's it. It's first person for sure.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm team first person personally. Um, I think it worked so, so well for Cyberpunk. You know, I think that they mm-hmm, called out, mm-hmm. the developers called out the right thing about like, look, they want to immerse you in this world mm-hmm. and in this mystery and first person's the right way to do that. Um, and, you know, machine games pedigree, like, you know, the Riddick shout out, I actually hadn't made that connection myself, but Escape from Butcher Bay, like they have some experience making, you know, more adventure oriented first person games. I mean, not, not nearly to the degree of Indiana Jones, but like, that's their, you know, they, they make the best first person games on the planet, maybe, you know? So like if, if I just it makes me so excited about the project overall.
0: Mark, have you seen the Indiana uh, Jones films? I've seen
2: all of them except for the most uh, recent one.
0: OK, I've, I've all seen all the, except for Dalton the original
2: Disney. three, the, the Shia LaBeouf uh, rope swinging or not rope swinging vine swinging one.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: the only thing I remember from that movie. And then, yeah, yep. I haven't seen the new one. OK, uh, there's a, uh, you know, people are
1: kind of down on the, the title a little bit. I, I actually don't really care when they say it. And I, I forget they show in another language is like, that's kind of cool. But um, I, I think the uh, the concept is like hilariously gamified. It's like we're going to make a circle around the world and like mm-hmm. all the, the great monuments are <laughs> like, OK, that's about <laughs> as interesting as the Holy Grail. Right. Like kind of cheesy. But then but then like it's like, oh, but this is going to make for good fast travel. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
3: and then it's also it's like, this are, isn't this just the equator? Like this is literally how lines of latitude work. Like <laughs> that's just, that's just what this is. Um, no, I there's so many good moments. Like I feel like the writing that whatever we could glean from it, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like title of the game aside, like there's a lot of great moments in the footage they showed. Where like the villain's kneeling down and then he stands up and it's gigantic and then yeah. and then Indiana's like, oh, like I don't know, it's just great. Like I feel like they captured that vibe of like you know indiana jones is a very very like vulnerable hero right Mm. and like you know isn't really always the best at like what he's trying to do and like you know that's it that's a fine line to walk between being heroic but also sort of like uh in over his head a lot of times and like i definitely got that vibe from the trailer
1: So the con- there's been no talk about canon, right? Like nobody there's there's no story that they said they said it's set between yeah. two movies, well, right? I mean, what year said, per se. Yeah. But like, is there is there like the Star Wars rules with Indiana Jones at this point where they're like, this hmm. is this is real and this is not, or just like nobody cares still, so does it doesn't matter.
3: I hope I hope that there is an Indiana Jones canon of like you know just so as they continue making games and comic books and all these spinoffs, they're like. It's eventually going to get to a place where like you know he solved three international mysteries in like may of <laughs> 1940. like the timeline's just going to get busier and busier yeah.
0: yep i think the combat looks good lots the whip stuff looks great i'm, I'm yeah, excited to use I, a, I can't think I'm of another to, first like, person game where you use a whip to like grab people and pull them towards you mm-hmm. yeah i'm used
2: to the machine guns you know like the whole point is like machine gun games is like wolfenstein you're just like you have double machine guns and you're just like mowing down everything so yeah the combat looks a lot like not tamed down in the sense of like it just looks less violent because it just doesn't really like that's not Indiana did, Jones. So like just murder everybody did like the
1: third. Some game has like a space whip and I maybe it's the third Metroid Prime where mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. like you can use the grapple beam like on enemies, too. But there's something that has like a like a pull them closer thing. But this is different, right? Because it's like disarming and tripping. Mm-hmm. And it's just all like slapsticky looking, you know?
3: Yeah, I think that they showed and granted, maybe they just really crafted this you know demo and video experience in like a perfect way but like it felt like they showed a lot of variety of like you know it's not Mm -hmm. just hit the trip button over and over again but like Mm -hmm. using the whip to do different things occasionally using a gun they really did show off uh, melee combat too you you know so they talked a lot about puzzle gameplay um so you know like puzzle stealth you know melee combat occasional Mm -hmm. third person you know sort of shooting combat like that feels like a really good mix. And like we talked about it on the show last week, like what is this game's primary verb gonna be? And I feel like, you know, based off what we saw so far, they're striking that balance, you know, pretty much perfectly. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I like how they talked about puzzles in a way where they're like, there's enough of them that you can stop and do them or walk past them and miss them. And they're like kind of like (coughs) stuck in in the environment. And it's like, what what, you know, I'm sure the game will give you like trackers and they'll be collectibles and stuff like that. That's how they're all accounted for. But you know that that just the fact that they were talking on that level about puzzles in a trailer or not in a trailer in in the developer commentary Mm -hmm. um, is is heartening to me because it's just like it's just cool to hear them talking about it as like a, a, a key part of the game where it's like some games would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we well a game recently just said this we'll just put riddler trophies in it yeah they just, <laughs> just like before it's like they're not like taking pride in those and being like hey this time like the Riddler stuff is like really interesting we like buried it in this way and like you'll learn a lot about characters through it. they're just like you're like screw you go find these question marks you know like i just i love the idea that they're thinking about it that much or they say they're
2: yeah uncharted <laughs> was uncharted had puzzles but i don't know if you guys are like fans of the, the newer the the Luddington verse of the tomb Raider trilogy. And like though th- mm-hmm. it, this gave me those vibes where it's like shadow of the tomb Raider you're, there's no combat. You're just like on this giant mechanism and you're climbing around and you're just kind of like looking at something and you're trying yep. to figure out what goes where. And so I, I liken this more to, to the like newer tomb Raider games versus uncharted, mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was cool.
1: Yeah, well, definitely.
0: Seems like they're nailing the tone. Uh, They even include the Wilhelm scream. I I picked up on that. (laughs) Yeah. At one point, when you grab someone with the whip and you hear the, ah, a very familiar sound in the Indiana Jones films. I wonder uh, what will be the supernatural element that's revealed Mm -hmm. halfway or three quarters of the way through? Hmm. It has to be something, right? Yeah. Yeah has to be something
1: well the greatest monuments on earth are not in a circle around the earth so <laughs> that's already getting there
3: yeah there has to be some like the holy grail was eternal life so there's going to be some some sort of something that like the yep. villains after to you know get mm-hmm. up to his is uh, n- no good nazi shenanigans
1: well in which they're not showing nazi uh, emblems and stuff in this i guess just for the syndication of the announcement yeah. And I wonder if there'll be, I mean, in Germany that you cannot release things with swastikas in them. So they make two versions of games anyway, yeah. like Wolfenstein would have that, right? Because mm-hmm. Wolfenstein is lots of Nazi stuff. I wonder how they're going to handle that with this or if they're going to make it um, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do because how, how does, it's if it's still this set is, in that, re- that time period.
3: I was going to say like this is I'm going to expose myself as a fake fan now, but like following Raiders. That's definitely like the like nineteen nineteen forty right like we're right we're right in that time frame as far as I know, um but you know i have yeah, I haven't watched those movies in several years, so I would need to kind of think about it,
0: yeah, they introduced the villain, but they didn't really say like if he's a part of the Nazi party that they didn't address it. Well, anything.
3: but he's dressed, he's dressed so sharp and he's got those round glasses and it's sure. like, you can, you can tell, you can mm-hmm.
0: tell. I know what they're going That for.
1: was interesting yeah. because they're kind of um, referring to him as like psychologically obsessed. So he has like the Freud influence, which is kind of cool, Austrian,
0: yeah. you know, early yeah. psychiatry. Mm-hmm. And then producer Tom wonders if, if there will be a snake fear mechanic or if there are snakes around <laughs> and you will become less accurate and more susceptible to damage.
2: Mm-hmm. And there'll good. be there'll be some snake gags for sure yeah 100 percent
0: indiana jones and the great circle it looks great i'm so excited it's coming this year that Oh, means-
1: i want to say one other thing what's one that? other thing before your transition what's that is that the other character there's another main character and she's a journalist mm-hmm. yeah which i think is cool
0: yes An yeah
1: investigative
3: Gina, i re- journalist. i really I really like the character art they showed of her, um, you know, in a couple of different outfits. Like it just, you know, she feels like, yeah, again, like we haven't 30s. seen the game. We haven't played it. Like, but just mm-hmm. the little snapshots that we got, it's like, you just, you can already kind of tell like, you know, that it's going to be a really interesting and fun depiction. i
0: mean, it makes yeah. it. Like Indy always has a partner or a sidekick, right? Like he's yeah. very rarely out on his own. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's coming this year. That means my, Two most anticipated games of the year are Lucasfilm Joints, this and Star Wars um, Outlaws.
3: Yeah, I did think it's funny that they're they're like, hey, remember how much you love John Williams' music? We got some other guy to do the music in this game. And I'm like, what? I thought
0: I was going to say, like, we got to hit John Williams' assistant to create the score or something. And,
3: like, it's fine. Like, the the music that they play, it sounds fine. Like, it sounds
2: good, but it's like, why did they invoke. John Williams name and set it up that way it was just it was weird I didn't get it I, I'm pretty sure the guy doing the music is the same guy that does the music for the uh, Star Wars Jedi games mm. hmm. okay Whoa. yeah That'd be good. and if you go back and listen to the trailer you, it sounds very very similar but Indiana Jones always kind of sounded the same as, as Star Wars but um, yeah I think it's the same guy.
1: John Williams is kind of a one shark pony I would say <laughs> <laughs> one trick shark
3: <laughs> one, one trick shark.
0: A one shark pony. Go. Welcome. Soon Kaliwa will rule the
1: world.
2: Hey. Two.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Uh, okay, let's move on, although um, we're all very it's excited a about scoop gem. That is a scoop gem. We're all very excited about Indiana Jones. <laughs> Hellblade 2, we do finally know, it's coming May 21st. It's going to be digital only. Yeah. $50 if you want to buy it outside of Game Pass, and it's about eight <laughs> hours long. Uh, Anybody I, surprised I, by I this? one?
2: very much so i am (laughs) i i i expected it to be longer i guess like i don't know i mean i don't i think a lot of people forget about how the first one was which it was very like it was short There was like puzzles and stuff but for the most part it it could almost be classified as a walking simulator right like the combat was very like there's no rpg elements it's just kind of there and i thought it was fun but like and i i love that game don't get me wrong but this one felt like it was going to be bigger? I think and the first so... one was 4
1: hours. You're only allowed to double a game like. You can only <laughs> double it each time. So you just have to wait for the third one for your 16-hour adventure. <laughs> Got I it. mean, I
3: think I think we all had the vibe that it was going to be bigger just cuz they've been showing it off forever, right? For years and years.
0: That's and it. years, it's just been in years. development for a long time.
2: And, and well, then, yeah, cuz the know, first one came out in what, 17, 18? And I, then I like, think that this this was revealed in
0: 2019. Was, uh,
3: it's 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 overexposed in my opinion like Mm -hmm. i think that the game like they're just doing they're on an absolute another level in terms of uh just like facial capture and animation Mm -hmm. and the sophistication of you know their visual storytelling like it's unbelievable but it's like i just I, i i'm over it i've seen that game like you know hellblade 2 coming soon coming soon for years in showcases now and so i think the game's a victim of kind of like you know, I, it's not going to impact the quality of the finished product, but like my enjoyment of this presentation today, I'm like, I don't need to see another, you know, 10 minutes of Hellblade. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, at least we now know, we know, we know when it's coming May 21st. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything else announced anywhere near that release date at this point.
2: Yeah. Great. Yeah, time I for don't that think game so. It's, it's interesting. That date leaked a couple of days ago too. So I was, well, I was kind of you know. surprised to see that it was accurate. I didn't um, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that people have known May for a couple of days and I was like, well, we'll see, but, um, it ended up being true. So that's cool. I, I'm very excited for the game. I, I think the digital only is, is, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on that, I guess. Cause like Alan Wake two, I guess we didn't need to know if like that game hurt from sales, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like most people are going to play Hellblade on game pass anyways, which is that's what I say. Only, yeah. So
0: that's how most people would have experienced it. Anyway, I, I think, no. And then I think only the super fans and the collectors maybe would want to have a physical copy.
2: <laughs> yeah, the fi- the original game also didn't launch with a physical copy, but it did eventually. Right. So yeah, could, could end up seeing it.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's sad, like games like this deserve to have a release that people can buy and own and put on their shelves. Like, um, so it's always a little bit of a bummer to hear that these I don't even know how to characterize them like Alan Wake 2 and, and Hellblade 2 or maybe Single a games, whatever, whatever bucket you want to put them in, like Mm -hmm. they feel like they're of a caliber that like it's it's it really bums me out to hear that they're not getting physical releases. Um, But that being said, I'm a little bit hypocritical just because I stopped buying physical releases myself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like I
0: I understand. Sam, how are you feeling about Hellblade 2? Um,
1: They showed the one. Um, I think it was at the game awards, uh, two, two, or maybe two years ago where they showed like a giant inside a cave. Yeah. That was like really creepy. that's like the only cool thing that I, that's really stuck with me about this game. I think I've seen a lot of it and that's like the cool stuff. And like, if it's like a bunch of just like scripted, like total crazy cool stuff, that's great, but I don't really, that's not my type of game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it would have to be pulled off really well. I, I, I played for the first one. I, I don't, I mean, I don't remember liking it that much. I, I beat it though. Mm. Yeah. Just I of mean, like I, fighting those phantoms over and over again, I was like, Oh, this is mm-hmm. kind of silly. And then there was also the issue of like, you know, it was an interesting commentary, a little bit on mental health, but I thought mm-hmm. it was also pretty clumsy. So like, it wasn't like as remarkable as they're making it seem like when they talk about it as devs, they're like, we, we worked with these people about this, like lived experience and all this stuff. And it's like, eh. I'm not, I don't I didn't really think it was handled as well as they might have thought it was handled. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it looks cool in every way. I was very, very surprised about the game length. I, I don't know. I get maybe that's just me getting in my own head about like thinking this was going to be bigger than what it was. And I and, and you know, short games are one of my favorite games of all time is What Remains of E the Finch, which is like an hour and a half game. So it's it's not that I'm like super hung up on game length, but this game seemed like it was going to be Huge compared to the first one. So to yeah. find out that it's it's seven to nine hours long, I was like, oh, okay.
1: All right. Um, I shout out to my ice spam though. Uh, it's it's set in Iceland, which is cool, and I I, yeah. I always like when things are set in Iceland, just to check that out. I'm like really, really like. I think it's um, envious that that team got to travel to Iceland to do a bunch of like on-site research and stuff. That just like seems like a really cool thing to do, and uh, the stuff they showed, you know, looked pretty icy. <laughs> and from from my experience going to Iceland a lot, I think there's a um, uh, uh, I think it's a neat plot point too that she kind gets transported to this land of ice and fire, mainly fire right now. Hmm. Yeah,
3: I mean, I I think I mentioned this earlier, but like I think this is <clears throat> maybe the best looking game ever at this point. Like it's unbelievable what they what they seem to have accomplished. At least again in sort of the the sort of controlled snippets that they're choosing to show us where. I don't think Indiana Jones looks bad. I don't think Avowed looks bad. But like Hellblade 2 is on a completely different level, right? Like yeah. it, it it's just from the character animations and again, especially the facial animations and motion capture and just you know visual fidelity in general, like it, it's it's unbelievable. Like if you um like if you haven't watched the like cuz if you were like me like when i was watching the stream i wasn't watch- i was watching it not on a 4k monitor but like mm-hmm. xbox had a 4k stream like go get your 4k tv out and watch that clip again there because it's it's unbelievable
2: yeah <laughs> do, you, do you remember in the first game they had like live action characters like if a character talked to you they were they were live action and just put in the game and it, it, it again to make another comparison to Alan Wake, it seems like yeah. seems like they're kind of going for that thing, this like cross between like Senua is is in game all motion capture, but I'm wondering how much of the like supporting cast will will just be real life actors put into the game. Cause mm. Alan Wake really figured really? that out to make it not feel like jarring. And I remember the first game did it okay. It's kind of weird to like be in a game and then have a character appear in front of you and they're like this kind of like ethereal figure and it's like a guy in a suit and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, But I I think they'll nail it with this one. I'm, I'm interested to see it. They didn't show anything, so maybe they're not going that route, but I think they will.
0: Well, it's been a long time coming. Hellblade 2 should finally be out on May 21st. And then Justin mentioned Avowed. Mm -hmm. How did that one look to us? Because this one has been, it was really, you know, people were excited when it was sort of announced years ago, but then when they showed a good deal of it last summer, some people were like, eh. And if I'm being honest, I'm I'm still a little... This is
2: is the one I'm, like, most afraid to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you afraid to talk about it? (laughs) Because I was just going to say, it it looks like a VR game. Like, I don't know what to say. It looks like a VR game. It does Mm. not look Mm. like... What I expected. I don't know. It's it, maybe just because it's like it was so focused on just like combat, but it's just like having these like kind of larger than life creatures just jump at you. What about that guy like, in the cave? Was it? That was focused on whether you <laughs> save him or not. Yeah, and the and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, the guys in the cave, they don't be looking too hot. They did those NPCs <laughs> did not look great. Uh I think the game could be cool. I love Outer Worlds, um, but I don't know about this one, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I think, it looks, I think it looks much better than what they showed
3: off last summer. Like, you know, it looks it just here, here. like... I think that that was a real misfire last year, whereas now, like, you know, no, like, look, this game isn't going to win any awards for best graphics. It's just not. But, like, yeah. Sky, Skyrim is one of the most fun and most beloved and best-selling games of all time, and I feel like they have improved on that kind of, like, button-mashing combat system. Like, they showed off... You have to remember Obsidian they make, like, very crunchy, very hardcore RPGs, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, this is this is a little bit of, like, you know, they're meeting in the middle of, like, you know, it's sort of their take on a little bit more action-oriented Skyrim-ish combat mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, again, if you go into it, not with that action gamer mindset, but with that RPG mindset, like, they displayed a lot of kind of flexibility of, like, you could be sword and board, you can be, you know, sort of ranged magic, you can be... um could dual will. You
2: could dual wield <laughs> pistols. Yeah, dual wield <laughs> wands.
0: Wanna, I want to cool. dual wield a wand and a gun. Yeah, that
3: sounds yeah. that's, well, and that's the world of, like, Pillars of Eternity. Like, that's the, that's that's like, y- y- you know, that's what sets it apart for many other fantasy worlds is that the tech level is, you know, a couple degrees kind of more advanced than what we're used to seeing in a game like Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, I- I'm... I'm a little worried about the game like I'm probably its biggest fan on this panel like but it felt like like they were clearly going to great pains to only show that one kind of combat encounter Right, It's fighting Mm -hmm. those little lizard people. It's like now we're going to show you that section with a gun now we're going to show you that same fight with a wand that same Mm -hmm. fight with a sword. And I'm like, why are you guys doing that? This game that <laughs> this and, game supposedly comes out this year. And so that's a concern of mine. Is like, it feels like they're still
2: holding a lot back. And that's what I'll say is like, that kind of like VR-y look comes from the fact that they just show a, mo- they were really, really focused on combat in this trailer, uh, in this gameplay showcase. And so it, it, it was just kind of a montage of like these kind of samey looking creatures and you just killing them in a different way. So then it, it just kind of gives that VR look. Cause uh, you know, earlier VR games, you don't, you don't do a lot of walking. It's just kind of like encounter to encounter. And so it's like the trailer just gave off the way they showcase the gameplay, gave off like VR vibes. Mm-hmm. What I would love is for them to be like in a town, getting a quest, going and doing that quest and coming back. And it's mm-hmm. like, then you get to see that like actual traversal and them walking around and you're like, okay, now I'm getting a sense of like scale. Cause right now it just looks like mini arenas with, hmm. uh, characters to shoot double wands at. I also think maybe, to. maybe I dreamed this
3: or made it up, but I believe that they described describe the game as being slightly smaller in scope, like an outer worlds, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and now I'm not sure that that's even true as so I'm saying it out loud.
1: Well, like, and they, they, no, that's true. They, and yeah. they drew the contrast between outer worlds and Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what that's saying is that it's more, I think like Dragon Age Inquisition, which has like larger and smaller regions. That you jump over to, yeah. um, I I I think that like that kind of immediately kind of knocks me out of interest zone for it because it's very. I I just like the contiguous worlds so much better than the Mm -hmm. jumping around to them. And and I think you know like for world building, I just cannot tell where this game is going already. Like I don't know if it's interesting or pretty or whatever. Like the examples that they showed are like, isn't it neat that we're drawing a contrast between deserts and oases? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no that's not interesting that's the one contrast that you get with deserts yeah and i just like well, i was just kind of surprised oh there's big dinosaur bones in a in a desert wall it's like yeah okay i've seen that everywhere from disneyland to zelda like i just yeah I, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of original stuff but i do like how those little lizards look when they're holding their shields mm. they do i, I don't Again, right? like for
3: a game that's supposedly coming out this year it's like they didn't show you fighting a human. They didn't show you fighting a giant like they just showed you fighting those lizard guys in 10 different ways. And I don't I don't understand that decision unless that game is behind schedule. Or, you know, I, you know, I don't know what like the rest of it, you'd think that they would show it off if the rest was ready to show off. And I say that as someone that's really excited about the game. Um, and I thought, you know, I thought what I showed today looks good. Like, you know, again, Obsidian makes very talky, very story heavy. You know really RPG capital R RPGs and like that's hard to demo in a few minutes like you know you're kind of poking fun at like the moral choice you made earlier but like that's really interesting stuff when you're in your basement you know immersed in a video game and experiencing it but that's like that's a pretty hard thing to get across in mm-hmm. you know I have 60 seconds to kind of capture someone's attention during a live mm-hmm. stream so you know, like, I, I, and again, maybe I'm a little bit biased just because I really liked Pillars of Eternity. And, you know, I'm excited that they're getting a chance to return to this world and this universe with a more um, uh, accessible style of, of game. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see.
2: Did you? Yeah. What, did I, what I will say is if Outer Worlds is supposed to be kind of like their Fallout or, you know, whatever. Like, I will say, like, I do, I did enjoy comparing space to space. I enjoyed Outer Worlds. Far more than I enjoyed Starfield, uh, I don't think I'll enjoy this game more than I enjoyed Skyrim because I love Skyrim. But uh, yeah. I do think I'll enjoy this game. But I agree, I do think that every biome they shown are, are showed are probably like their own zones that are connected by like loading screens, just like Outer Worlds was. I'm I'm cautiously I, I, optimistic.
1: So, you know, like, I think one of the reasons why they showed all those lizard battles was because they were really trying to emphasize um, player choice, like they not not to contradict your point, Justin, but I'm just saying like, to lead to a different point, the player choice, then they showed with the dialogue um, options, which didn't didn't sit well, all of that is like kind of also now processed, I think, tell me if I'm wrong about this, but through the lens of Baldur's Gate being like, probably the best decision making RPG ever. So it's like, how do you follow that if you're you know like it just it just seems like there's a lot to live up to mm-hmm. if you're like i want to inhabit this fantasy world and make choices that affect the town afterwards like it sounds to me like Baldur's gate like absolutely knocked that out of the park so it'll be compared to that maybe in every way yeah that's
2: kind of what devs were saying <laughs> after Baldur's gate right was they were like you know try to not compare every rpg you play to Baldur's <laughs> gate because Sorry. like. Like you know, sorry, but it, there's it is, there's before Baldur's really Gate tough.
0: three and after Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Now we're in yeah. after Baldur's when, Gate when you, three. So when yeah. you
2: think of player freedom, I think of Baldur's Gate now, <laughs> yeah. a game that like almost never says no to you. So I'm, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we always get try not to compare everything to Breath of the Wild, but <laughs> too bad you <laughs> can either climb everything or you can't, and <laughs> no, uh, you either can <laughs> glide or you can't. I mean, you know, yep. there's a game coming out next week where you can glide around a lot. I mean, it's just like. That. <laughs>
0: In Avowed, did you guys you saw the bit where you're, they were talking with the NPC and showing off the dialogue? Yeah. It was like this fantasy humanoid creature with some horns, not doing any sort of a fantasy accent, British accent or anything. Yeah. Just sounds like a dude who you could talk to today. <laughs> <laughs> Just a regular dude in 2024.
3: You definitely uh, have there's some funny gamesmanship of like you see a fantasy monster. They don't exist. They're not real you know yeah. they're a made up monster but you still have preconceived like i expect <laughs> i expect an orc to sound a certain way in yeah, a game they and have like, british accent it's a made up world there's they can they can the, you know like orcs and elves and dwarves can sound however they why do dwarves have to be you know scottish like right it, right you know but but they just do and they just
0: the do we don't make the rules Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, it's totally true everybody in fantasy series has an accent right and like of uh, two Americans and I'm sorry for people overseas to not understand this concept as clearly as we do but we don't want to hear people that sound like us in our no. fantasies no. unless they're in space yeah. and it's it's super weird no no I'm not giving it a pass though I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we're now accustomed to hearing only british people and Americans fake british accents if anything is supposed to be remotely set in a in a place that has swords for combat like that's stupid like we've screwed up all right. We screwed up,
0: but we got to stick to it now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> There's no going back. It's true. We chose this bad. It's true. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows, switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. Our link will also give you 4 extra months on the 2-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com/gamescoop. 1 in 5 Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, and then uh, the, the surprise appearance of the show was Visions of Mana from Square Enix. And I actually got I actually got a history lesson in the Mana series. I had no idea there had been this many Mana games over the years.
1: 150! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: and that, it, it had been 15 years since the last mainline installment. Anyway, this is the first oh, time the Mana series either. is coming to Xbox, so that's cool. I think I've only ever played the original Secret of Mana on Super Nintendo. To me, this looks fine. This looks like it's probably a pretty traditional JRPG. And that, that can be cool. That can be fun. I don't
1: it looks right. cute. It's more Zelda, though. It has, it has action combat. I think, yeah. th- I think this could be a really fun good game. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I'm up it on looks, this
3: one. It looks cool. I just the, the mana games, like my memory of them is that whenever they come out, they're the absolute most beautiful artistic game to come out, you know, that year. And this did mm-hmm. not live up to that at all. It looked like Yeah, they're not doing know, that. Gen, g- generic JRPG. Like mm-hmm. yeah. But
1: don't you wish Pokemon looked this good?
3: Yeah, right. th- I mean that's true. Like you know, it, the gameplay looks fun. Um, I I was not. I was a little bit disappointed with what they showed off in terms of like the the overworld um, visuals.
0: I thought this was interesting. It's in addition to Xbox and PC. It's also coming to PS5, PS4, but not Switch. Have mm-hmm. we reached the no. point where publishers are now just going to wait for the Switch Two?
3: Maybe it's I, coming. Maybe it's coming to Switch Two, and they just can't say that
0: yet. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. oh oh. They know that switch Two is coming in the fall, so it can be a launch title. Mm-hmm. We'll launch for other no. platforms in the summer and it can be a launch title for switch two, right?
2: It's also yeah. not, uh, according to the website, it's not coming to Xbox one, but coming to PS four, which I thought <laughs> was strange. That is funny. Hmm. Oh, weird.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I
1: think this one could be a a, 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 good one. And now that's me saying that after only playing the super Famicom one and the super Nintendo one, the Famicom super Famicom one it, it is. Legitimately beautiful and incredible, and super cool, and like we should have got that here. Like it's just really a shame, but now you can get it in collections, which is awesome. Yeah, but uh, all the three D ones I've not like, just they haven't like drawn me in ever. And and then we've given them sixes and sevens, like they've not been popular, huge JRPG games. But I don't know, like this, this there's something about this where I'm like, what they showed is the tip of the iceberg. They're big games. Maybe it's fun to walk around. And smack a bunch of little cute enemies with a sword in this game. Like it looks, looks like it could be cool, and you know it could be reasonably influenced by Zelda. Let me just say it that way. Yeah,
3: it does feel like you know, sort of a mix between Zelda and like Dragon Quest, and that's like a very appealing, appealing proposition in terms of like you know a JRPG. I just, I yeah, I can't yeah. get over how like the one that I played a lot of was Legend of Man on the PS One, which again is one of the most gorgeous video games ever. Mm. Um, you know, that one's good uh yeah the, the the it's it's amazing visually um and so you know like i i i it blunts my enthusiasm for it unfortunately
1: hmm. yeah it's weird because those original games they were they were but the superintendent ones i'm talking about now. and the, the, the ps1 one is a pixel one right like it's pixelated
3: well, it has so it has pre-rendered backgrounds but they're all like hand drawn. Oh, so it's that's like it's right it, beautiful. Right. It looks like you're playing an anime like yeah. But
1: yeah, and like so they were always like pixels that came over from these like cool paintings and then they had like kind of janky drawings which They we just showed on the show here um yeah. in the manual and stuff. But it it was famous for like a, a an artistic look. And like that mm-hmm. definitely is not in this game. Like it does look like a I mean it looks like more like Pokémon or something, right? Like yeah. it doesn't doesn't look great. But it is that that same kind of art art style and team, but it just didn't translate. It would be maybe a better choice to go with cell shading for it. Hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll just we'll see we'll see what the the size and the, the kind of other aspects of the game are because. It's a really, really strong pedigree there. It could be, there's really, really good talented people that are working on those games.
2: Yeah.
3: I liked when they did the little like, oh, a guest wants to join your stream. Yeah. Like the little- yeah. like, yeah. I like that,
2: yeah. The presentation
0: set. on those are, they're so good. Yeah, the cute. whole it cool. show, it was good. The developer direct yeah. was good. The final game they I showed, say, oh, sorry, go ahead. I,
2: oh, sorry, go. I was just gonna, oh, I thought we were wrapping up. I was gonna, I was just gonna say like, I'm kind of glad, I was, I was worried that Visions of Mana was gonna be a shadow drop. Just because it's like it is the game that kind of came out of nowhere. And there was a lot of anticipation going into this one because of Hi-Fi Rush being the secret game and then it getting shadow dropped. And I was like, man, are we going to do that every developer direct? Because then oh, it's yeah. like, is that sustainable? Yeah,
0: yeah probably not. They can't like set those doing expectations. That
2: to- yeah, I'm like, if they do it two years in a row, then they then have to do it forever. It's just <laughs> so, like British accents so and
0: fantasy stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: To do it.
1: We stuck to this path. Yep.
0: The final game they showed was Aura History Untold, which is a strategy uh, game from former Civilization devs. I like Civilization. I thought this game looks cool. And I was like, OK, I'll play this. I just hope they get the controls right <laughs> for Xbox. But it's not coming to Xbox. Xbox is oh, publishing no. it on PC.
3: Oh, yeah. sorry, Damon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks rad. Like, I've played, <laughs> I've said I don't know that I've even really talked about it on the show. i probably played 100 hours of Civ Five. Like, you know, it's just one of those mainstays. Um, these 4X strategy games need competition. I'm always instantly skeptical that they can dethrone Civ and do Civ better than Civ, you know, like it's just it's a very, very hard. Like they have a total stranglehold on like this formula. They've perfected it. But this like,
2: one's got Dan, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, the and studio so it was started in his basement.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did like that moment. That was cute. Um, but like, you know, like they're talking the right talk. It's another game where I feel for them. But like, it's very hard to demo that kind of game in a live stream. Right. You know? And so, but everything that they're saying about victory conditions and getting away from hexagons and how you can, you know, have more influence on the world I'm like, okay, I'm down.
2: Yeah. And I feel like that I, I can't know for sure. I, when it was done because I was excited to see Indiana Jones, I was (laughs) like, is this the second longest segment uh, aside from Indiana Jones, but now thinking about it it probably just felt the longest because it's not a mark game. So maybe it just felt like I was like, all right, let's let's move on. Let's see
3: I was it. a little they said I, I haven't fact checked this at all. So maybe I shouldn't even say it out loud. But they said that they said the studio was formed in 2013. Yeah, and like have they been making this game for a decade? Like, I don't they quite made one understand other game. Oh, OK. OK, they made something else
0: before. Yeah. What is it? Oxide Games? I just I just looked it up before. The other game they made was called Ashes of the Singularity in 2016.
3: Oh, I think mm-hmm. I I think I played that. Is that a sci-fi strategy game? Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's fine. So like, it's like 20 questions. Is it a sci-fi strategy yeah. game? And uh, I, I don't know. Pass. I did
3: like and appreciate what they said about Aro, where like they started really, really small and like prototyped. And like if you're like when you think about like a four X historical strategy game, it's impossible to not immediately anchor all your expectations around Civ and how Civ does text and how Civ does combat and how Civ does everything. And so the only way to like break out of that mold is to, you know, prototype like heck and challenge your assumptions. And is it fun to do combat like this? Is it fun to do tech unlocks like that? Like you probably need to spend longer in kind of the R and D tank than you would otherwise for that reason. And so, you know, like they paid lip service to all the right stuff in their demo.
0: Yeah, overall, I thought the Xbox Developer Direct was very good. Just five games, all five games I would potentially play. There was no point where they veered off to talk about some game-as-a-service where I completely lost interest. They just kept it really focused. It was good. Extracurricular activities. I watched Saltburn. Ooh, what did you think? think? I liked it. Has anyone else seen it? No, we
1: have a... We have a short list of, of movies we're watching with some friends tomorrow. Okay. That's on it.
0: Okay. So you are. So
1: is. Go ahead.
0: Well, so you you, you are crushing? watching it tomorrow?
1: No, it's on the short list. And okay. I don't know. We have that and no one will save you, Oof. which m- my wife refuses to agree to watch. But if we, she gets outvoted, then that's what <laughs> we're watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's that. There's 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 a few others. Okay. What do you think? Well, there's both the flower moon.
2: Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I want to
0: we'll- watch
2: it. I,
1: that's I, I, on the have tv plus now the, right it's just two movie nights
0: <laughs> yeah that goes to the fire moon sounds like two movie nights uh no one will save you is probably the most fun mo- uh, out of those options but cell is good i don't know if you guys wait, wait
1: wait wait wait, hold on hold on did you describe it as fun because that's a good selling point for me
0: it's fun no if you like scary you. stuff yes
1: damn it damn it damn it <laughs> but you don't, don't publish like- this episode till saturday
0: okay <clears throat> no. oh. Anyway, <laughs> Saltburn is good. I, I, I feel like a lot of people, my wife told me we have to watch it because everybody's talking about it. But then everyone, I, when I ask if they okay. watched it, no one has watched it.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. It's another movie kind of like um, uh, no one will save you. Like you don't want to know too much about it going into it. Mm-hmm. What I will say, I don't know if you guys have heard or had anything spoiled for you. I'll just say it. it takes place at uh, Oxford in 2006. So there will be some good nostalgia. They play a lot of good music from 2006, and if you have good memories of music back then, that might hit you. Uh, And then the main guy—I forget the actor's name—he was also in Banshees of Inisherin, among other things. (coughs) Barry Barry. Keoghan. Barry Keoghan. Yeah, Uh, he's new at school and he has no friends. And then. Somehow he befriends the most popular guy in school, and then over summer break, uh, the popular guy invites him to come back to his family's estate because they're fabulously wealthy, and his uh, family are all very eccentric, strange, mega rich people. And then some interesting things happen over his summer break. And that's what she. I only know, know about. I only know it.
3: about the one the one scene, which <laughs> I don't even need to say what the scene is for everyone to know what the scene is. That's the only part about the movie that's that the I know talk in the town. Yeah.
0: There's, I mean, but there's, there's multiple scenes. So I actually don't even know which one in particular you're referring to. It's multiple interesting things happen. (laughs) (laughs) I legit don't know what that is. I've never heard of it. Uh, I forget what I streamed it on, but it is streaming somewhere.
3: (laughs) It's, it's, it's the bathwater scene.
0: Okay. That's yeah.
1: So, so, all right. All right. This is good information. (laughs) Okay. So probably we'll do the other one instead of salt burn tomorrow. Okay, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, but then the other was on our list, which is not streaming yet. Is Godzilla minus one, which I still haven't Ooh. seen, but it's at the top of my list. Did you see? It's getting a black and white release. <laughs> I
0: know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I can't I can't let the black and white right, right release come out before I see the color version. So I'm really going to try to see it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm really going to try and see it tomorrow. Okay, that's my plan.
1: Yeah, I just noticed it's a, it's in theaters all over um, still, which is nice. It's still seeable, yeah. so I might see it in the theaters instead. And um, yeah, yeah, it's playing at that. Remember the weird Junipero Sarah era theater? Yeah. At the mm-hmm. mall here in San Francisco. Over like, oh, but what's yeah. that called? It's called something mall. But um, I've like never been to a movie over there. It's kind of like behind a strip mall. Yeah, hmm. I've been there. Yeah, yeah it's a nice Indy, theater. indie movie. right?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks cool. It's like a cool mid-century looking theater. It's just yeah. like very, very strange over there. Uh, can I do an extracurricular activity?
0: Please. I'll
3: make it very fast. I watched Dune. I thought it was fine.
0: <laughs> so i also i agree um you know it's like really beautiful, beautifully shot but like i haven't read the books i haven't seen the original movie so the entire time yeah. i was like who's this who's this guy why do we care about this <laughs> yeah. oh no that's my that's yeah. the movie for me
1: that movie i, I have a
3: i it, it's it's just it's on that movie is on 40 minutes before anything happens nothing
1: happens
2: <laughs> wow if you, just, if you should
1: uh, see the other ones. Oh
2: no, no. <laughs> that's the action movie version. I was I was thinking about watching Dune, and you guys, I, no, I already I, was like worried I mean, about it.
0: People do love it, but I think it's the people that know the source material and they didn't need. I think they, mm, they are. Yeah, I know the source
1: material.
2: I, yeah. I think I, it's okay. And I, I don't. I
3: don't. I mean, I'm I'm mainly just kind of poking fun. Like I didn't think it was bad. I just no, it's that's... just it's so long. <laughs> it's so long. Oh wow! And then, you know, so it's not. So it's Dune Part One. And mm-hmm. it does not make any attempt at all to, like,
1: yeah. end on, yeah. like, it just stops. And they didn't even know if they were going to do another one yeah. at that time, too.
2: <clears throat> what the heck?
1: So like <laughs> it's, it's like they got halfway through burning yeah. that hundred dollar
3: bill and then they, they just yeah. blew it out. They make I just, I'm so baffled by the fact that they made absolutely no effort to like have it end on some sort of it's satisfying narrative moment. They're just like, well, they did show that they
1: did show the, they did, they showed yeah. the sandworm for the yeah. first time. Right. So that has that. Yeah, that's end, also end of, what you should have been seeing for most of the damn movie. So it's not a great way to cut it off. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll stop. I'm
3: being I'm mostly just for before people get angry in the comments. I liked it more than what I'm vocalizing here on the show, <laughs> but it's more fun to poke fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I. I have a lightning round. I watched one episode of Echo, which I've liked so far. I'm going mm. to stick with that. But in the middle of that, we decided to start watching Succession. So now we're like, you know, binged into that one, which is, you know, you know what everybody says it is. It's like irresistible and all the characters are horrible and it's mm-hmm. hard to look away from. It's a perfect mm. car crash. Um, so that's that's going on right now. So we're we'll getting you know, only through the first season though, And then the um, uh, I'm way into um Prince of Persia, which I wanna keep playing, and I, I hope there's no games coming out that I need to play more than that, although I'm gonna start Pal World tonight. I'm really, yeah, really yeah. into that game, and, and Prince of Persia keeps on getting better as far as I'm concerned, and yep. I think it's really good.
0: Yep. Hopefully I'll have a beat by next week. I'm also still playing Prince of Persia and enjoying it. Uh, but real quick, Sam, what do you think of uh, Roman on Succession?
1: He's the funniest character, yeah. and <laughs> I, I've heard him on like Fresh Air, um, uh, Kieran Culkin, is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, he, he's, he's a great interview, and he's very funny. And, you know, he's like, he's like an elven gnomish presence in that show, just appearing out <laughs> of nowhere and
0: making a comment, right? He's won big at this in the awards. He won at uh, Golden Globes and at the Emmys. Yep. He's, yeah. He's, he's great.
1: I still don't think he's a very likable character, but he's a great actor.
0: No, that's not the point. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. They,
1: all, they all get worse as they go. <laughs> I know. That's what it seems like.
0: Yeah. Wait, so where are you in the series, Sam? Are you still in season one? Oh, I'm just
1: on episode nine. Yeah, okay. so, episode nine of season one. Okay. Which you know what? People didn't really remark on that season too much. Like, people were like, midway through season two, I remember we were like still in the office, I believe at this time. People started being like, oh yeah, that show's actually pretty good. And then it was all of a sudden like season three, it was like Game of Thrones. Yeah. How many lot. seasons are there? Four. Four?
2: Four? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not too bad.
0: Yeah. Not too bad. And it, they're all great and it ends great. So it's one of the good ones.
2: Spit. Oh, okay. The ending is
0: incredible. I won't even say
3: anything more than that, except completely, completely sticks the landing.
0: Yep.
1: No, I'm glad to be a part of pop culture minus three months.
2: Yeah. Well, that's like me (laughs) finishing Ted Lasso. I finished it just a couple months No,
1: it's like you watching Jurassic (laughs) Park. Let's just be serious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So, okay. So my turn. I I watched three movies recently that uh, I, I liked a lot. And it, the the era of which they came out was very, so I watched over Christmas break, I watched Wonka, speaking of Dune, and I mm-hmm. thought Wonka was great. So if you like music, I musicals, loved Wonka. I it's loved from it. the Paddington director, so
0: yeah, it's supposed to be good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I loved it a lot. And then I had never seen, speaking of Nazis, I guess, I've never seen Inglorious Bastards. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't realize that movie was 75% in another language. Mm-hmm. Like oh. it's like Michael Fassbender and like all these people that you recognize and none of yeah. them speak English <laughs> except for uh, what's it? Brad Pitt and P.J. Novak. Yeah. Um. I what, what's it? Christoph Waltz. Christ, yes. It's just mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz, right? Fantastic. He's so good. Um, he's Thanks. unbelievable in yeah. that movie. Also, <laughs> he's he's insane in that because I'd seen him in Django. <laughs> And he's great in Django as well, but like I'm and, and so and tickled by is, like Mark Medina's like you know what actors up and coming actors <laughs> yeah, on the rise and it's really good yeah. Christoph, Christoph Waltz, Waltz is great and so like we watched Django right after like literally the same day because we we're oh, like cool. we haven't seen wow. I've seen Django before uh, oh. and it's like it's not like scaled down and and. I, I think Leo just like steals the show in Django so much that it's like he kind of yeah. just steals it away from everybody. And Samuel Jackson, he's super funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Christoph Waltz is like it's unreal what he does in that movie. Like in in, in Inglorious Bastards, like yeah.
0: he's just insanely good.
2: What's uh, and then finally, oh, go ahead. What, Machine want say-
1: games should make that next. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> there's a, there's of course the opening scene with Christoph Waltz, oh, which is incredible. So good. But then his character disappears for like 90 minutes and he just shows up at the Mm -hmm. restaurant and sits down and the music starts and she realizes who's there. And oh, my God, it's so good.
2: Yeah. Well, and he's like he's testing her with stuff, right? He orders like a pastry that that would have, (laughs) you know, um, pork in it. And then he he makes he orders her a milk and stuff like that. It's so Mm -hmm. good. That movie's great. What
1: did you what did you watch that on?
2: Uh, I think I, uh, I think I rented it on Prime. I'm very okay. much where if like if I want to watch a movie and it's not on streaming, like Prime, usually three four dollars. I'll just I'll just get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the first time ever, I've now finally seen uh, Legally Blonde, and I thought, it oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
0: I've never seen Legally Blonde. It's
2: a fun movie. Wow, a, really? It's a good movie. It's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty yeah. funny. It's definitely a of the time kind of movie, but I thought it was good. <laughs>
1: Now you gotta watch Clueless. Those are my sister's two favorite movies in 2002 (laughs) or whatever.
2: Clueless is like 90s gaming
1: goes. it
2: was earlier than that. I've written off backlogs. Backlogs are no longer a thing. We're not doing backlogs anymore. If you don't want to play a game, just don't play it. Yep. And so, thank you. And so, uh, over Christmas break, I started and finished for the probably fourth time uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. What a game. I just got so hyped from GTA six that I'm like, I want to, that game still holds up in literally every way. That game is great. Uh, and then right now in anticipation for rebirth, I'm playing through uh Final Fantasy seven remake. Cause that mm-hmm. game is also really good. And yeah, there's Prince of Persia and all these other games and that have come out and I haven't played. I don't care. I'll play them I'll, when I feel like playing them. <laughs>
1: I'll save it for another episode, but I had a Christmas break project to watch all the bond movies and I watched a lot of them. And oh, they cool. are so good. Yeah, so many of them are good. They don't hold mm-hmm. up. Some of them they're very sexist.
0: They're
1: mm-hmm. a little yes. bit racist. Uh, yes. but, uh, but there's
0: concepts in there. Yeah, they're
1: very outdated. But but there's some like I, I will recommend. You only live twice. You can stream it. It's very easy to watch. It's mm-hmm. one of the best movies I've ever seen. And every Bond reference is in that movie. I mean, some are in Goldfinger for sure. There's a few, but like it's like the volcano base one with mm-hmm. like you know. S- People being suspended for slow killing, and it's it's so good. If it's you've seen, so good.
2: If you've seen Austin Powers, that's the movie. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, did you make it out of the Sean Connery era? I don't want to. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't think that I've never heard of anything past that. Did Did they keep on making Bond movies?
0: so legend they have, legend says they <laughs> they have. No, rom- I I so. actually
1: i actually want to watch through the 70s because i hear not only roger moore but there's mm-hmm. one other there's like some yeah, in between guy timothy right? there's
0: like one the one guy yeah. i forget his name he did it one time yeah,
1: yeah i hear that one's amazing like that's pear's favorite i
0: think hmm. All right, that brings us to video game twenty questions, and our suggestion this week comes from Sarah in Miami, who has uh, a reason why she has suggested this game, but the reason may reveal too much, so we'll save that until afterwards. So, with that said, let the questioning begin. Is this a
2: sci-fi strategy? G- no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah, it's her.
3: It's her redacted least favorite redacted.
0: Making
3: that mm. up. Um mm. okay. Did this game come out in the 70s, 80s, or 90s?
0: No. Uh,
2: 24 years to go. Every year, that that question the, the gap gets bigger. I'm well, gonna go
1: yeah. ahead and mention Prince of Persia. And then um is uh <laughs> did this game did this game come out uh on the most recent uh consoles?
0: No. No,
2: Yeah, that's, so it's still 20 years. Hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Come on, Mike. Uh, okay. Is this game uh, exclusive to any platforms? Uh, no.
0: Was this game made Was- in
2: made in Japan?
0: No.
1: Hmm. Would you call multiplayer a focus of this
0: game? No, that's five. Did this did this
3: game come out in the Xbox 360 generation?
0: No. Uh
3: oh.
1: Okay.
3: So I really
1: hope it came out earlier than that. It'd be so great if it was a PS2 GameCube game. Right. Yeah. It, it
3: easily could be. But it's either it's, I mean, it's either that or PS4 generation. Or yeah. I
2: no. mean I think I think we gotta find out. Yeah, so okay. three years or eight years. We gotta find it's that just, window.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Not three years. Oh no. Well I yeah, yeah. I guess I kind of yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah, is this uh, from b- before the
0: 360? Oh, wait. You ask. Ask your question again, please.
1: Is this from the era of consoles? You know, before the 360, and era of consoles before the 360. No. Got it.
0: All <laughs> right. So
2: it's yes, probably. Uh, yes, this was was really tough for a yeah. yeah.
3: I think it's. Um. I think it's Dragon Age Inquisition. That's what I think. Probably is. Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. any reason to believe it's not
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm and put it that way
1: would you call this game a role-playing game no Uh, uh, (laughs) ah ruined it okay and we eliminated a bunch of the multiplayer stuff so sports and shooting and stuff like that yeah so a (laughs) multi-platform game that came out in
3: the ps4 era that's yeah that's um not sports not rpg and not made in japan that's what we know yeah (laughs) is this a first person game yes (sighs) <sighs> oh okay oh that's such a good question is this a is this a first person shooter
2: no and that's 10
3: <gasps> oh that's so good
2: interesting but not rpg first person game not a shooter but not rpg and we get mirror's edge like once every yep. six months could be it mirror's be edge
3: what yeah a, well you know could be uh could be a walking
2: sim yep yeah gone home yeah yep. Could be a gone home. Could be a dear Esther. Would would people consider this game to be like a walking simulator? No, because
1: you move real fast. Got to go fast. That's what they say in Mirror's Edge all the time. Got yep, to yeah. go fast.
3: That's what that's what she's always saying. That's what that saying <laughs> yes. comes from.
2: That's she's like, I
1: got these deliveries to make. Got to go fast. <laughs> that's that's the tagline. Mirror's
3: Edge. She's coin. also a
2: delivery person. Yep. <laughs> <She's> <laughs>
3: I think more Spider-Man games should have a tutorial where you're delivering pizzas, and that's how it
0: tutorializes the game.
1: Can you imagine how barfy a first-person Spider-Man would be? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah,
3: sometimes her- we'll have
0: to talk about Spider-Man because my son is so into Spider-Man. I rewatched the Sam Raimi trilogy, and then I watched oh, so ama- Amazing Spider-Man for the first time, and it's hmm. not that bad. Not as good. No, it's, no, it's not so as that. good, but not that, it's not terrible. Well, okay.
2: okay, but have you watched Amazing Spider-Man 2? no not yet i'm trying that that but, one is like notoriously bad so i, I know I but it's got rhino and anything.
0: electro and so my son's gonna make me watch it with them so.
2: <laughs> okay i wouldn't say it has rhino but okay <laughs> i don't know. we
3: we showed spoilers, our spoilers my bad we showed All our right. girls like avengers and some of the marvel movies for the first time blew their little minds <laughs> They've never like cool. they, on, they only watch like like kitty movies. They've never seen any kind of like adult movies. Oh,
2: yeah. I, I'm going to continue this tangent and say that I was on TikTok earlier, and it was the scene of uh I, in Iron Man 2, the court scene. Yeah, I really, w- I really miss Marvel movies being like that, like being yeah. like an actual movie. That court scene is yeah. so good, right at the beginning of Iron Man 2. <laughs> Dude, I know. Like we went back. The rest like, of the movies, yeah. But like. They're so formulaic now. I forget that they actually used to be movies.
3: They're all just like they're nothing but quips. And every character is written in the exact same voice of like what like quippy thing. Am I going to say next? They used (laughs) to be like movies. Yeah. And anyway, anyway, uh, anyway, we're 11 uh, questions (laughs) in. Does this game uh, does this game feature parkour prominently? No. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm trying to first person game. No RPG. But no shooting.
3: Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I'm trying I mean, to think of any.
1: Could you be in a vehicle?
3: Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe if it's
2: like flight simulator or something like that. Yeah, or it could be like a Wii game. Because a lot of Wii could be, games were be. Like it person. also
1: could still be strategy or puzzle, right? Because those are sometimes considered first-person um, games. Uh, that's a that's a throwback to old-school 20 questions. Um, would you consider this a strategy or
2: puzzle game? Yes. <gasps> wow. Wow. Okay. Oh. I would.
1: Damon
2: Hatfield. I would not consider that first-person. That's like God view, but okay. Now. But, I, but we don't know what it is. We don't know what the game is yet.
3: Maybe it's absolutely well, first. I'd like to oh, state oh, for oh. the
1: court that we've been misled.
3: I know what it is. I know what it is. It's The Witness, which is a first person puzzle game.
1: Yeah, that would, that would maybe we weren't misled. Is this game <laughs> made I by too yeah. soon? Is, it, is this no. game made by Jonathan Blow? Is yes. Game? Is it The
3: Witness?
2: Oh, it is. It yes. Is the Witness.
0: 15 questions. Hey! Wow. <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. <laughs> we've only gotten The Witness twice before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I actually checked. Yeah, I don't think you have is... ever done The Witness. This game is so okay. hard. Yeah, it, it was starts exactly. off so it's good. Too it's too hard it's for me.
2: Insanely hard.
1: I think what I'm thinking of is that Justin has brought up the witness, and we probably thought it was that a couple of times.
3: Yeah, I bring yeah. it up a lot. I mean, I, I, I absolutely. I mean, I, I have mentioned it on the show before. This is kind of low key one of my favorite games of all time. Like it's, it's absolutely incredible. I think it's the best puzzle game ever made. Um, you know, besides like not like excluding block like Tetris style puzzle mm-hmm. games. Yes. Yeah. Um, just just unbelievable. And it, and it actually, I don't even really want to say anything more, except I will say it has a twist that like it, it's the maybe the most mind blown I've ever been by a video game twist.
1: Also, the first game of the modern era to combine uh, real motion video with that's, that's games true perhaps
3: that's a good point a little bit Almost of a trendsetter
1: the there it has an fmv mm-hmm. ending sequence hmm. shocking mm. in this game uh it has more than that it has when you get into the, the redacted mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different oh, i forgot that. about that however right? i've de- i have not 100 percented this game no but same right a bunch of strategy guide pages where i had to know about the endings yeah
2: it, same. it's from an era of games where you like you have to have like a notebook with you because you have to like be jotting stuff down yep and, like remembering things it's a metroidvania
1: where your brain has to provide the the tools to open all the new doors like that Mm -hmm. it's the smartest thing i think conceivable in a game like it's just so brilliant the witness
2: is so good dude like once you
1: have that tool for unlocking those doors it's only because you figured
2: out how to do it in your brain so so what's what's with sarah what's the deal there
0: well sarah says i've been listening for around five years now Uh, I witnessed the comings and goings of many commentators I became big fans of, such as Andrew and Tina. However, I have to say, every time Justin recommends a game, I'm a huge fan. I've taken many of his his suggestions and discovered that, minus World of Warcraft, I just may be a fan of (laughs) Justin Games. It wasn't until I heard Justin raving about The Witness, a game I had already played, beaten, and couldn't stop talking about, that was the moment I realized Justin Games are officially Sarah Games as well.
3: Oh, that's such a nice thing to, Mm -hmm. a nice piece of feedback to hear. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you were do- right,
2: Damon. You reading that before we guess probably would have given it away. I don't know you're, what's you're interesting right to hold that.
3: I don't know. I don't consider myself as having a tight. I could think I have very broad taste in games. I don't really know. Um, but The Witness, incredible.
1: Justin, would you recommend Little Nemo, the Dream Master? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> cool. All right. So the Damon- I finally got one in there via Justin. <laughs>
0: And uh, that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, uh, Sam, Justin, and Mark. Thank you, producer Tom, mm-hmm. making this episode possible behind the scenes. <laughs> Viewers, listeners, if you have uh, questions for us, if you have uh, suggestions for Video Game 20 Questions, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop at igen.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN, GameScoop, and Wrapped.